from the City of Roses. This is a broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we are going to have Melissa Rodolfi come on our show. Melissa has a couple businesses, Atlas Pro. It's a salon, and she also has her business that where she does training called Show Up Like a Boss. And we're not going to talk about either of those today. Well, I think at the end, we do a little talk about it, But really, what we're bringing her on today to talk about... Something that happened to her like three, four weeks ago, and it was a horrible thing. She had her Instagram account hacked, and she lost it. And it was held hostage, and they wanted money and all sorts of craziness. So we're going to talk about what happened, why it happened, and what you can do to help protect your business or your Instagram page now. So you want to stay, stick around for that. But before we do that, guys, we have, man, we're going to back up the truck of uh, announcements here because we got so much going on over here. Fall is almost here, and that means our house is on fire and, and, and Sandy is setting in. That's all good because it means LashCon is around the corner, and we can't wait for November. So if you've been holding out, guys, the price increase is on August 13th. That's only like a week away, and it's going to go up another 100 bucks. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to wait and continue to have to pay more. So you want to go right now today, buy your tickets. We have less than 30 tickets for the day one ticket. That's the four-day pass. And then for the regular standard three-day pass, that's uh, basically we have plenty of those for now. But those can even sold out, sell out eventually too. So you don't want to wait. You want to get on and buy your tickets today. Also, guys, we just announced this in our last episode. We are now hosting the first ever Lashies. It is the Oscar, basically the Oscars for the lash industry. And we have five categories where you can be honored and selected to be celebrated at the LashCon. That's going to be on Sunday night, November 7th. So what are our five categories? The first one's an overcoming story. We want to hear how you overcame the difficulties this last year. Next is a customer service award. You're going to submit to us what you do for customer service, and we're going to pick the top salons and top lash artists who have the best customer service. Client retention referral, like how do you keep clients coming back to your salon and how do you get them referred new clients and what are your systems and how do you do that? So we want to hear what those are. Then also we want to hear the, another category is technology. Like what are you using technologically to grow your business and run your business, not just you know show up and have a room where you do lashes, but you, with all the apps and software and toys and all these sorts of things, we want to hear what you are doing. And lastly, salon design. That means submitting photos and telling us what is all about your salon, why it's so special, and you can be picked for the, um, one of the best salon designs. So, anyway, guys, the deadline for that is September 3rd. The price is 50 bucks. Super cheap to be entered in. And we're going to actually have more than one winner in each category. And so it's not going to be one of these things where you nominate and then we pick one winner. We are going to basically get all the applications, rate them, and then select the very top ones in each group that we feel deserve to be recognized. So, yes, many people can win awards. And you can win multiple awards and be really honored in a way for multiple things. So do not think you can't do this. Like, well, I don't have what it takes. You know what? Do you have a salon? Do you design it? You could maybe win that. Do you use some technology? I bet you, you might be using something that other people aren't that's very cutting edge. And the same thing with your overcoming story, customer service, client retention. All these things are something that's unique to you that you can stand out from the pack and you can win. So you don't need 1,000 or 10,000 followers. You can have two followers on Instagram and still win this, okay? It's not about popularity. It's all about merit. What are you doing? So you do not want to delay. 
Go sign up for that. It's 50 bucks. It'll take you maybe, you know, half hour to fill out all the, the questions. Maybe a half hour, an hour. It takes a little time to respond and think these things through. And enter your one, all five categories. And then we will announce the winners on September 27th. And then you'll be honored at LashCon on November 7th. So that's that. Uh, what else? We have two other things real quick. Our Tustin's Lash Retention Styling course is out. We have one date for sure. That's in Las Vegas, September 18th through the 19th. We're going to try to get at least one more in October and maybe one also in December. So... If you want to come and learn how Tustin's technique, and you've heard about it, talk about it, but you want that hands-on training, you want to sign up for that. We only have like nine spots, so do not delay. All this stuff, for all three things, the Lashies, LashCon, all this, the link is in the bio on our Instagram or in our show notes. And then lastly, Overcoming the Lash Allergy webinar. That is coming up on August 16th. It's going to be done live at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and it'll be recorded, and you can watch the replay for up to two months. So there'll be plenty of time for you to watch it, even if you can't make it on August 16th. And that's only... 59 bucks, super cheap again. Guys, we do this to serve our community. We do not really make a lot of money on some of this stuff. I mean, LashCon costs a little bit more. I get it. But, man, the overcoming the lash allergy, we just want to help you change your business so that you don't lose clients anymore to the allergy. Okay, that's it, guys. That's all the announcements. Thank you so much for hanging in there. Now we want to get into this episode where we sit down with Melissa and just talk about what happened and uh, how you can avoid having your Instagram account Hacked from you. Hey, Tuss, how are you? I'm so good. I am too. I'm excited about today's episode. Yeah? You know why? Why? Because one of our good friends who I can't believe it's taken us three years to get her on our show. I know. It's crazy. It's a good day. Uh, Anyhow, that all said, we're excited because something horrible happened to her. And because of that, we said, well, that... We got to get her on for this, at least this reason. So, hey, Melissa, welcome to the show. Hi, you guys. Thank you for finally having me. I'm sorry it took this to get me on, but here I am, and I have a lot of information for people today, so I'm really excited. I am too, and yeah, it does, you have to injure yourself now to get on our show, we've decided. You have to injure yourself, whether professionally, (laughs) business-wise, or physically, as you've done also recently, so anyhow. um, Well, you want to get us up to speed on what happened? Let's get into it, because I probably set this up already in the pre-notes, but let's, let's get straight into it, because this is the nightmare I think every lash artist has about their Instagram account. So maybe you could share what, what happened. Okay, I'll tell you what happened. I screwed up, you guys. That's what happened. I screwed up. I woke up on a Saturday morning and I got my phone instantly, right? We wake up and we grab our phones right away. We're checking Facebook and Twitter and this and that and our emails and our Instagram. And we want to like get to our stuff right away. It's like a rat race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know me, Paul, I don't love emails, but for some reason I opened emails that morning and three months prior, I had gotten on Instagram and tried to get verified. Now I know that sounds crazy, Mm -hmm. but they say, if you have 10,000 followers, you can try to get verified. So why wouldn't I try, right? Make the effort. That's all you can do. I tried. So it said, you have to go through a process or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I got an email and it said, congratulations, Melissa, you have been verified. Oh, wow. Um, We're so excited for you. You're going to see a blue tick next to your name in about two or three days. Just finish the process here. uh, Log in and you'll go into Instagram. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the email, you guys, and it's got the Facebook on it. It's got all the things and I'm half asleep and I'm so excited that I click it Mm -hmm. and I sign in right then. 
my stomach dropped. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. even before I got the email, I realized you just screwed up because nobody asks you for your password via email. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's legit. So not 15, 20 seconds later, there goes my emails. You've changed your password. You've changed your name. You've changed your phone number. And I literally, my heart sunk into my stomach. I just saw, it's so interesting. They say before you die, you see your life flash before your eyes. I swear to you, I just saw nine years. I saw myself back in my old studio and I saw everything I went through Mm -hmm. and I, I was heartbroken and I opened the door and I said, Matt, I screwed up and I screwed up bad. And that was it. I couldn't, I couldn't get it back. I couldn't log in. I tried to get a hold of Instagram. I tried for hours. My sister came over Matt was trying to help me. And so they started sending me ransom emails. They wanted $501. Okay. okay? $501. And then they said, everything's going to be deleted or sold within 20 minutes. And then they'd ask for $400 and then it just kept going. And you guys, I spent five hours trying to get through to Instagram and Facebook and they were just no help to me. Wow. And actual Instagram even sent me an email and said, you've been hacked. But they've given me no help. Congratulations. But you know what? <laughs> yeah, congratulations. You've not been verified, but you've been hacked. Yeah. So here's what it is. It boils down to, I wasn't very bright. I made a huge mistake. So I think people, I'm going to talk about takeaways a lot in this podcast, but I think what people don't understand is you're in this rat race of constantly trying to check things and you're moving so fast and you're pushing buttons and you're excited about this, that you don't think for two seconds, you don't wake up in the morning Mm -hmm. and take two seconds for yourself to think about one push just changed everything. Everything. And that's what happened. Well, I mean, I'm sure getting the checker thing that really clouded your vision, right? That blue check is such an honor to have that kind of like bragging rights and yeah. I, I could totally see many people totally who've just, especially the timing is like perfect, right? So the one thing yeah. if you hadn't submitted it, like I didn't submit for a blue check, but if you had just done it and then also this comes in, I, I don't know if they have a way of doing that, but that's very amazing. Well, there's always a hook, right? And we don't ever fall for scams unless it's something that we want. Unless the con artists are able to tap into something that we deeply want, that's when our guard is let down, yeah. you know? Yeah. I wanted to ask you about the timeline that they gave you, the ransom, the bad guys. They said, oh, we're going to sell your stuff in a half hour unless you pay this. Is that what it was? It was like, pay us this money. Was there any guarantee that they would do that? Or are you or just throwing just out throw money, money away, out? Yeah. Like, like you get kidnapped and, and you don't know. <laughs> like, is my loved exactly. one going to be returned to me? Yeah. So they sent me multiple emails telling me in 30 minutes, all of your stuff is going to be gone and we're going to sell all your stuff if you don't pay this ransom. And I said, okay, so let's say I pay you your $501. What is that going to do? How do I know you're going to give me my Instagram back? Yeah, I had someone who is into marketing, reach out to them and she went back and forth with them. And she's like, give me proof that you still have it and tell me how you're going to make sure that she gets her Instagram back. So they sent me all my pictures, all my things saying they still had it, but they said, you need to click on this link. And you need to either pay through debit card or Bitcoin and it's going to be gone in 20 minutes. It's going to be gone in 30 minutes. And then they wait in a day and they say, it's going to be gone in, in another half an hour. You don't want your stuff back. Okay. It's going to be gone. Yeah. And I found that every time I tried to log in and go through Instagram, I instantly get an email. So they were obviously monitoring everything I was doing. Yeah. Now, did they give you any guarantee that they'd give it right back to you or that they wouldn't do this again? Or like the only guarantee they gave me is that 
is it was a uh, photo proof that they had all my stuff still. Yeah. That was it. They just said, you need to pay first and then we'll give it back to you. And that's the problem is the handoff back to you is going to be difficult because they're going to basically have to send you their email and their login information so you can go in and change the password. And who knows? I mean, literally. happen? Once they get the money, what's to stop them from doing it again? Oh, another 500 and we'll do it again. And like, I I mean, you could be sending them thousands of dollars and them laughing all the way to the bank. Because they're criminals. It's not like you can trust that. They're criminals. And at that point, I try to get it back. I've tried. But you know what, you guys? Honestly, I was so offended at the $501. You know, they don't know what I've been through to get mm-hmm. the following I have. They don't know the, the failures and successes I've gone through and everything I put over my Instagram. It means nothing to them. So $500 is so offensive to me. I almost was like, you know what? Watch me. I'll build back up. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't need it. I'm not going to pay you scumbags $500 for my content. Yeah. I knew I had a very good community behind me. Mm-hmm. So right away, I made that video and I sent you guys that video right away. And I, I knew that the people who follow me will help me. And yeah. at that point, mm-hmm. I was just kind of gave them the middle finger. And I said, you know what? Have it. It's yours. It was my mistake. And I think that's why it's been so much easier for me to walk away from it. Not to mention some other positive things that I have experienced, mm-hmm. but I'll build again. You can't stop me from building. Yeah, you know? uh, that, I mean, creative people make stuff, right? And you can't take that away from that, whether you steal and rob them, you can still start over and build it bigger and better and more beautiful than before. So yeah, I think your your mindset's great. And my heart went out to you when I saw you post and all that. I mean, I literally just, it was just Mm. painful to see because I thought all of us are thinking the same thing. What if that happened to me? And I I guess one of the things I always thought is that, oh, there's got, I mean, I've heard there isn't, but I've always thought Instagram's got to have something set up to help people and there's no protocols. There's no email. You just like uh, go to a FAQ page and then bitch and moan or, and then everyone else tells you to screw off. <laughs> yeah. Basically my husband sent out an email. I sent out email and you get the same thing back. Here's your help desk. Okay, great. A couple of people reached out to me in the industry that were so great that this happened to. Mm. And what they did was they said they went through the process like a million times and emailed a million times. And finally they were able to get it back. Oh, wow. um, you guys, that's amazing for them. I don't have that time. Yeah. My time is going to go to my clients, my business, my family, and my time is going to go to my new show up like a boss program. That's where my time's going. So I'm not going to waste any more time on it. Yeah, it makes sense. And the truth is this, we have, let's say 5,000, 2,000, 8,000, 15,000 followers, whatever it is, most of them aren't looking at your page. By far, the majority are not like, you know, your organic reach, I think is like 3% or something like that on Instagram or maybe a little bit more, but it's pretty, pretty pathetic. You have to really pay if you want to get seen or create something that goes viral, which no one really knows how to create viral content. You just get lucky once in a while. Oh, wow. That went viral. Great. A bunch of people (laughs) saw it, but I can't recreate it every day. Nope. Can't recreate it every day. So I mean, the truth is while it was probably nice to look at your account and go, wow, I got, I think you were at what, 11, 12,000, whatever it was. I was almost at 11,000. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it feels good, right? Because you go, I got the swipe up function, which you find as it over- was nice. It's a little overrated, I found. So, I don't get a ton of business by swiping up, but it's nice not to downplay it. But <laughs> it is because I've been posting and I, I miss my swipe up. But you exactly. know what? Honestly, it's, it's, not, it's not that big of a deal. You're going to get it's it back a- again. The respect that I have for you, that you are just like, I'm not going to be held ransom. Go ahead and have it, and I'm going to build it back. I'm not going to be bound by your demands. You know, there's something to be said about the freedom to say, okay, go ahead and take it. 
I'm not going to be bound by what you've taken from me. And what's cool is you yeah. got 1,400 new followers, basically, right? Yeah. Who are going to be much more engaged because they actually actively sought you out, followed you. This is like your core crew. And I've, I've heard this tons of times from thought leaders and business people. Man, all you need is like 1,000 people that follow you and engage with you to really build mm-hmm. in a business. That's all you need. You get a thousand people, a thousand rapid plenty of people fans. to sell your goods and your online trainings and all the stuff you're doing. I mean, obviously you want to grow it back, but at least right away, you're already at a great spot worth really a high engagement. And I think you're going to, I think you're going to actually see your page even more fine tuned now because you don't have all the junk followers that don't really help your page at all. That's very true. It was just a real bad bite, but I've learned so much in this process I don't even know if it's everything I can cover in a podcast, in one podcast, quite honestly, with everything that happened last year, obviously the pandemic, we're so sick of talking about it. Right. But it happened. And then you guys know about my personal life a little bit, things that have happened this year that, and I'll talk about that eventually, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe at LashCon or whatever, but When I put out that video, I was pretty vulnerable. I'm not like that usually. And I was so emotional with things that have happened to me and the buildup. And that was like the final straw. And obviously I'm going to talk about this and you guys know I am. There was a post that was put out very quickly, very quick about self-worth and Instagram followers. Now I agree with that. Your self-worth is not about your Instagram followers, but that wasn't my feeling and emotion in that video wasn't about, oh my gosh, I lost all my followers. It's so much deeper than that. It's years and years of contacts. It's years and years of raw feelings that I put out on Instagram that people can scroll through when they're feeling a certain way. You know, Mm -hmm. it's so much, it's the hours away from my family. It's the hours away from my business. It's finally getting to a point in my business where I don't need to focus so much time on Instagram, I can focus on helping the Lash community. I can focus on doing my program and creating more content, you know? And the self-worth post, it really got me and it got me bad. I know this person does not mean harm. I've met this person before. I think they're a very kind and genuine soul. I have nothing bad to say about this person, but that post was, it stung. Because I don't, the timing. And I'll tell you why it stung so bad. Well, there's multiple reasons, but (laughs) that person had reached out to me prior to posting that and warned me about that post. Mm. So that tells me right there that they knew that post was going to be a problem. Mm. That it had the potential to wound you. Ruffle a little bit. In order to smooth things over, they're going to, yeah. Yeah. So that really bothered me. But I want people to understand something. I've moved on from it. This person and I have talked and they apologized and I'm, I'm grateful for the apology. And I, like I said before, I don't think this person was trying to uh, fully attack me. I just think they didn't think this post through in regards to me. I think it should have been a separate post. I've had things like that where something comes up in the industry. I'm like, oh, I'll post about it. I'm like, oh, maybe I should wait because I'm more trying to address an issue. I'm not trying to attack someone specifically, but it, it may come off as I'm attacking someone because some big name just posted this controversial topic and we have a different take on it. So I just wait. I just go, no, we'll give it a week or two. The last industry will still be here. We can talk about this <laughs> another time. Yeah, it's one big soap opera anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I wanted to address that, you guys, because I feel like, you know, me, I'm not a drama person, but I definitely responded back to that as I felt like I should. And Mm. I want people to understand that 
Your self-worth is not based off of your Instagram followers. But when you spend nine years of hard work, and I'll keep saying it over and over again because I put so much into it. Nobody knows my life. They know they don't know what I've done to create what I have. So when it all drops out from under you like that, it's such a sting. And so when somebody you respect in the industry says something that just made it worse dismissive, uh, yeah. for me at that point. And it sucked, but we've moved on from it. And I move on from things very quickly. I learned that the more I go through, the more grit I get, the more understanding I have on people's perspective and, and life, I'm able to just move on a lot quicker. That's learning and being also, I think, giving grace because we all can make mistakes. We all can misstep and over, you know, I do it all the time. Actually, Tustin is always kicking me <laughs> and just like, Paul, I can't believe you just said that. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And, and I later have to apologize. And I know this, you guys reconciled and the person yeah. was able to apologize. And, and I think that's great. And that shows a lot of humility on that person's side. And I'm grateful for that. And that absolutely. I agree with that. Renewed my faith. Said. I know this person is a good person and I know you two are reasonable and very purposeful too. And so I'm sure you guys got into it right away and fixed it. And I think that's what we need to do when we have problems with people is we don't go and talk to the world about it. We go to the person that we have the problem with and we fix the problem. See, that's the grown up thing. That's yeah, a grown up thing to do. Yeah. Yes. The grown up thing to do. Right. Everybody take note. It's not that big of a deal. You got to move on. Right. Yeah. So otherwise you get you stuck know, in it. Right. You talk about for weeks with all your friends and everyone gets all worked up and nothing good comes from that. I noticed that's usually people. Some people are going to get offended at this, but you know, I'm Melissa Atlash pronoun. Melissa Atlash is gone. So sometimes I'm going to talk about uncomfortable things, but I think people who are searching for something better and don't have confidence in themselves are the people that start a lot of drama and talk a lot on Instagram. And they Mm -hmm. just, they need to search for that excitement elsewhere in their life Mm -hmm. and stay out of the drama. I mean, they just do. But anyway, I'm going to tell you guys, this happening to me was actually an And Tess, you said this to me that day it happened. It feels a little bit like a blessing because so much positive has come out of it. And I feel such a new fire after everything I've been through with last year and this year, canceling my wedding and everything. It's really rejuvenated me. Can you tell how? Can you explain? Can you share? Because that's the nuggets. Yeah. I was stuck and I was stagnant. And I think a lot of people are stuck and stagnant right now because of uh, the pandemic and things that have happened and businesses having to close down. And I couldn't show up for people because I was having a hard time showing up for myself. And when this happened, I think the support that came my way, like I have chills right now thinking about it, it really reminded me that people need me. They need my information. They need my help. And they care about me. And it's, it's neat to see what people have to say about you. And it was, people were so kind and it just made me feel like, I felt like a flower being watered. I just kind of felt like I just came back to life. It just gave me a lot of spring in my step and it gave me a little bit of something to work for. And I feel like for a while, since everything's gone down, it's been difficult to get that feeling back. Yeah. What you're describing is like people were raising you up or being buoyed, you know, like you see the little floats on the water. There's something propelling that up and, and having that force or that renewed vigor, or that renewed mindset is a blessing. I mean, I know for us, when we closed our salon, we thought it was going to be like the worst days of our life. We thought we were just going to sit around all day and to sleep and, and drink, <laughs> do whatever, <laughs> right? And just be just lost. And then it yeah. actually kind of was a boost to us. All this baggage was released. All this tension was gone. And it was like, okay, the cat's out of the bag. That's what happened. We made a mistake. We screwed up and we paid for it heavily. 
And now we're free to do something new. And it kind of gives a new focus, a new purpose, and a new fire. And nothing like being kicked and getting back up to give you that extra little it's boost, It's like right? the phoenix rising from the ashes. Yeah. yeah. There's a joy in that that starts to build on itself. And you remember, oh my gosh, this is how I did it in the first place. Yeah. There's a tragedy like when you're writing and if you don't save it, you lose it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's things about like losing papers, like when you're in school. But the thing is, is that every time that that happens, the second time you write it, it's way better, right? Yeah. It's kind of like the same thing, like tragedies like this in our lives. It's like none of us would ever pick them. But when it happens to us, it's like it can have a sharpening effect if you let it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I hear a lot of people that are business savvy people talk about how they love when stuff like this happens to them. You guys, I'm all about the grit. You'll hear me say that word a million times Mm -hmm. because grit makes you, and God, it makes you so strong and invincible. And some people ask me, like my students will ask me in class, how do you do this? How do you just say, it's fine. It's the grit. Mm -hmm. It's the grit that I've built up. I have this cape. Sometimes I feel like I I can handle it. Mm -hmm. And so back to what I was saying is people, they enjoy being knocked down because they want to that climb again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They want to show people, you can knock me down, watch me build myself back up. And that makes you such a stronger person and a more confident person. Absolutely. It's kind of like challenges. You wouldn't know what you're made of unless you were put into that position to fight for your life. Yeah. You know, we're big fans of Survivor. Some people (laughs) laugh at us, but it's like, it's not often that you get put into a place where you're really tested. And, And something like this that happened to you where you're just like, you know, do you pay it all those nine years? And it's like, you decided it's not going to kill me. And I'm going to come back better. It, it may take some sacrifice. It may take some of that grit, but I won't let this kill me. It's like a badge. Once you've been down. You should have a badge for that, you know? There should be a people, badge for that. The people who survive some of the biggest setbacks in the year and at LashCon we reward it. Yeah. I mean, that's always something she's wanted to do. I've always wanted that. We could, I, I, this year we have the lashes. Maybe we'll add that till next year, but I think it's a, a good idea. Like share your. I don't know. Yeah. Share I your soft story. <laughs> I think I could win. I you think might I could win. win. I can do it this year. <gasps> Just I, I saying. Definitely. Yeah, well, you will honor those who've gone through the toughest times. No, I've gone I through might, the fire. Man. I might add that in as a separate lashy. Like, just tell us your story this yes. year of overcoming. And we'll have our overcomer story or something like that. I don't know. That's not yeah. a bad idea. I, I'm writing a note here as we speak. Oh, I'm so excited for LashCon, so. you guys. I'm so excited. So oh, us yeah. too. <laughs> it's, yeah. just, it, it's coming up faster, right? I'm like, oh, crap. There's still much to do. But that said, we'll be ready. we got 350 plus coming. And we expect Ooh. to probably have a couple hundred more by the time we're done selling tickets. So it'll be bigger than the year before. Yeah, it'll be the biggest last gathering ever. That's the, the way it's looking right now. So that's pretty exciting. So real quick, what can people do to protect themselves? I mean, because I think that's one of the things that someone's like now going, crap, I don't want this to happen to me. I mean, what can I Instagram do? is no use. So if I get hacked, I'm screwed. So what can they do yeah. to protect themselves? It is very simple. Do the two-step authentication on Instagram. Don't click on emails that you get from Instagram. Only log in from the apps. Yeah. Slow down. The problem is it's it's my own fault what happened. They didn't hack my Instagram because they got in another way. I let them in. I let them right in the front door. So I think people need to just take a step back and realize that social media and all this stuff can wait. Just slow it down. Nobody's really ever going to send you an email and tell you to log in. They're looking for a password. So don't give it up. Yeah. Um, have different passwords for different things. Don't have all the same passwords. 
and just be mindful of what you're doing. You know, a lot of these things, a lot of people that I've talked to, everybody has logged in. They've made the mistake themselves by doing it themselves. So it's actually, you know, the hackers are horrible, but you know, we get so many emails and messages and all that stuff. Don't log in on things. You know, if you need to get into your Instagram, go into the app, log in through there. If going through Facebook, log in through there. Okay. Just never so, click the link. Don't click the link. I hate emails. I hate them, Paul. I know you don't like me for that, but I just don't like them. It's just hard to communicate with our beauty industry through email, I've learned. No one responds to email, not just you. <laughs> it's just in general. I have to almost go and text people like, by the way, I'm sending you emails with information I need to hear back from you at some point. And then, anyway. Well, I have a question. Yeah. Now, this may be a completely dumb question, so I'm kind of embarrassed to ask it, but is this like a crime? I mean, could you report it to the police? They stole your stuff. Yes. Like um, cyber American crimes? girl told me that to report it to the FBI's version of like uh, cyber crimes. Yeah. I know a, a news anchor in San Diego and I was talking to her. We were, I think we're actually going to do a story on it. We were supposed to do a story on it this week, but she is addressing it. So if I talk to her again, I'll get with you guys and get more information. She was talking to cybersecurity. So I want to hear more about that as well. But I know there are companies like my husband's company, they have to carry cyber insurance now. You know, they pay a big amount of money. So if they get hacked, they're going to get paid. Well, how does that work for me? It doesn't. So I'm learning as we go. I don't have a ton of information, but what I can tell you guys is don't let them in the front door because you're to blame if you do and just slow down, slow your life down a little bit. Think You don't think, have to click right away. Yeah, Think before you click. Think before you click. Yeah. We should do a whole campaign for that. I think one of the things that I, I always do, and I know that you said this, I just want to reemphasize this so people get it is when you do get an email, it doesn't matter. It's for Instagram or for anything. And they say, click here to do anything. The only thing that I think your email is good for is verifying the email. Sometimes you'll get that email, verify your account, click the email, but you don't enter anything. It just says your account's been verified and you're done. The big thing uh -huh. is whenever they ask you to click on here and log in, no one does that. No bank does that. No credit card does it. No important institution does it. They all will just say, there's an issue and you need to go resolve it. And like you said, just go to the login your website or go to your computer, type in your bank, and log in directly into that bank account. Don't ever use the email link for anything because the chances are you're going to a fraudulent page and they're going to make it look like the bank that you're at or make it look like Instagram. They're going to just change a little thing up above the URL mm -hmm. and then you're sunk. You lost it all and you can never get it back. Three days later, I got an email from Twitter saying that your account's been hacked. Now I have, I opened a Twitter. I have like two things on it. I haven't used it for like six years. And I'm like, it says, enter your new password. And I was like, aha, uh -huh. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to go to Twitter and log in and everything was fine. Exactly. So, no, I've had mm -hmm. that countless times, but so easy to do. And it seems like they're just making it easier for your more convenient, but no, it's, it's always a dead end. It's and a so trap. it is a trap. Now, just so people understand two-step verification, maybe you can explain that for a second. Cause I know some people most, I think have an idea, but maybe you can share what it is for a few listeners and maybe aren't aware. Yeah. So you go to your settings in your Instagram and you can go to privacy or security. Mm -hmm. And in that security below or privacy, it says two-step authentication and you click it and then it takes you through a process. That way, if somebody goes to log in, like I'll log into my Instagram for my iPad, mm -hmm. well, my phone will notify me before it allow me to, to log in. So if somebody accidentally gets your password, they can't get through. You know what I like actually, just is kind of different subject, but I have an Apple card and mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have one, but it has no number on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the number that's associated with it isn't actually the number. It's a dummy number. Yeah. The actual number you can't get to. It's so encrypted I think that's so on the brutal. card itself. So you can't get to it. 
I think it's brilliant. And yeah. I, I love that. So anyway, take that step in Instagram and, and go through the privacy and the settings and stuff. And, you know, we work really hard for our followers and authentically, I never purchased a follower in my life. So it was an authentic yeah. following, but I'm happy with the people that follow me now. I know that I have so much to offer in my show up like a boss program and people are reaching out to me like crazy. And, and this has created so much more content for my show up like a boss 2.0. I just go into depth about a lot of things. Like mm -hmm. I'm adding, adding two or three more modules. Oh, good. So I'm very excited about it. So there's the silver lining, everybody. Yeah. Like maybe it happened to me so I can give you more because I've learned a lot of lessons in such a short time that I didn't even realize before. Mm -hmm. So that is a great takeaway right there for me is, and I want to tell everybody when something bad happens to you, you have to find the opportunity in it. You have to find the positive in it. You have to find out what is the lesson that you're being taught right now and how is this helping your life? Because if you don't look at things like that, you're going to live a long, unhappy life because a lot of stuff, we all know this, you'll spend years maybe of things going bad. Yeah. We have our good times. We have our bad times. We go up and we go down, but it's what you do with what's happening to you. Mm -hmm. So you have to power through and really separate what's so important for you to actually break down versus this. It's Instagram. I'm moving on. You know yeah. what I mean? So you really have to get the opportunities out. And so my opportunity was this. I get to teach so much more to my students now, and I've learned so much more about myself in this process. So that was a great takeaway for me. Cool. I have a saying, in every challenge, there's always a silver lining. Even if you can't see it yet, just, I tell my kids, just look for it. You'll find a silver lining. It may be years for you to figure out what it is, but there's always a silver lining. Yeah, it's an opportunity, like you said. Always looking for opportunities. And I think it's a lot of how you're wired. People who are a little bit more negative probably see every setback as a say thwarting of their ultimate goals. But I think most entrepreneurs aren't wired that way. They're wired to always be like, okay, I got kicked in the ass, but I can now do this or this open the door for this, or now I can spin and go this. I've been wanting to do this, but I didn't have the energy to do it. So now I do, you know, whatever it is. So yeah. looking for that is really, I think a key to when you go through these things. And it's actually a test of whether or not you have the entrepreneur kind of mindset. Cause if you don't have that mindset, these are the type of things that make you just want to quit and go back and get a day job. <laughs> right. But I'm going to tell you this, if you don't have the entrepreneur mindset, I'm going to try to teach people how to get into the right frame of mind to get past these hurdles as to not destroy their business and their life. So that's going to be part of the program too. I want to help people understand where your mind has to be to get through hard situations. That's great. And I think that's a good module. And I'm glad that you're going to add that because I know that a lot of people are just naive. They get into business and they just think, oh, it's going to be great. Or I'll just, I know there's problems, but they're not ready for the really big setbacks that are going to be really hard for them. And so for you to be able to educate them and all that would be great. So I'm excited. I figured before we get to the end of this, I'd love people to just follow you because I love to see you get back to where you were. And <laughs> we have about 10 million listeners. No, I, I'm not quite yet, but we're working on that. But that said, I hope <laughs> a lot of our listeners will see that I will vouch for Melissa myself. She is extremely passionate about what she does. She's an ultimate professional. And I've always had just so much respect for you and what you do. And you post good content. And you also, your trainings and everything I've heard from people through the grapevine has all been top-notch, good stuff. So she is someone you really need to go follow today. So where can they follow you? Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you. Um, it's Melissa underscore Atlash. Pro. All right. Yeah. That was an easy ad, right? Yeah. Just add pro. In yeah. There. 
In fact, oh, maybe a little better, more on brand. Better, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I liked that name better anyways. So yeah. thank you, hackers. Yeah. Yes. You got Laura closer to the finish line there. And real quick, do you want to just give a quick overview? I mean, just like a f- quick one ad we'll do because I think people should know about your classes. We I show do up think like a boss. Show up like a boss thing is quite unique. No one else is doing our industry. Yeah. You know what? Without clients, we don't have a business. We have to make sure we take care of our clients first. There's so many people focusing on other lash businesses, uh, growing other lash brands, trying to get likes from other lash artists. You need to get into your show up like a boss bubble Mm -hmm. and focus on yourself and your clients. So client experience is number one. And I don't think of think people realize the number of details that goes into even before you meet your client. I have an entire module that talks about what to do to get your clients in the door without even answering a phone call. Mm -hmm. So it's before you meet your client. It's when you meet your client. It's when your client leaves a stellar customer experience. And I just went through and I asked all my clients to send me reviews and they were all amazing. I didn't tell them what to say. I said, just send me two or three sentences on how you feel about my business. Mm-hmm. And it, it was amazing to me. Wow. Nice boost to the, you know, the ego there to give you a little, little boost there. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> I need it. But yeah, you guys, my show up like a boss program goes into confidence. It goes into menus, how to create a menu based on where you're at in your career, how to stop giving discounts, what that looks like, how to communicate correctly with your client without losing them, enforcing policies, sticking to them, how not to get bullied. There's so much. And there's just a huge part of confidence. Confidence is everything to me. And it comes from knowledge and it comes from understanding the details. So that is what's going on in my 2.0 right now. I'm actually just decided yesterday to go live with my program. So I'm going to be teaching it live. All right. I'm going to be going to Phoenix in September. And then there's another city I'm going to that I'm not going to say yet. All right. Awesome. So I'm very excited for that. Well, that's really cool. And so, yeah, guys, definitely give her a follow. Check it out. It's also, I remember, it was very reasonably priced. It wasn't going to cost them like $10,000 to go to your course, right? It's very reasonably priced. Yeah. So the amount of information you're getting from me is nine years of failures and successes. So valuable. And you can get it all in less than two hours. And I'm about easy learning. Get in, get out, get what you need done. I have courses of action. I could go on and on. Cool. So she'll be bringing a live class plus there. I know there is the online course that you you have, right? This is going to be online too, correct? Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. launching that for five days in September. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there you go. So look for that, guys. Otherwise, definitely give her a follow. And uh, thank you, Melissa. We're going to have to have you come back, and maybe we should talk about like client experience. I think that would be a great oh, topic great. that we come on and go more into the last. Because today was all about nerdy computer stuff. But, you know, that a lot of you are like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I don't want to talk about it. But that, I know all <laughs> of us can benefit, definitely. But I do appreciate you coming on being vulnerable and sharing about your struggle here and what you've went through. And I'm just glad to see you bouncing back stronger than ever. Yeah, I appreciate you guys so much more than you know. Um, you've been a big support system for me, so it's an honor to be on here, and I can't wait to be in your presence at LashCon. So yes. thank you so much for having me. You bet. That's a wrap, guys. That's all we have for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast Podcast and at the Last Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And right now, I just go to the show notes or go to our Instagram and click on the link in the bio and go enter into the Lashies. This is your chance to be honored and recognized. Come to LashCon and have hundreds of people 
screaming and shouting for you as you come up and get your trophy and be acknowledged for your greatness. So you do not want to delay. Go do that today. You have till September 3rd to get that application in. On behalf of my last Pikachu, Tusney, as well as our special guest, Melissa, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. Bye.